0: Mortgages can be a dry subject, so here's your Oasis in the Desert. It's the podcast that will get you talking and thinking, or more likely drinking. The Lennon to his McCartney, the Burt to his Ernie. It's the one and only Mortgage Stew and his sidekick Martin at the LM Experience. There, welcome to episode twenty-seven of the LM Experience. Good morning, Martin.
1: Good morning, Stuart. How art thou? I am fine, thank you all. You, oh, oh, very posh and oldie worldie now. For some reason, what yeah, there? a little bit. I think we just gonna... did a lack of oxygen all the way up here. Yes, yeah, we're on the top floor in the studio here. It was the TARDIS. <laughs> the TARDIS. Well, here we are, episode 27. Um, today we've got uh, Dave Corbett, who is Regional Sales Director from the Primus Network. Good morning, Dave. Good, good morning, morning, How Dave. are you? Very well, how are you? Well, thank you very much for coming. We're good, My we're fine. Thank you very much. Uh, for those that can't see, uh, Dave looks... Worryingly, like Father Christmas. So we shall take a picture of this and we shall put it on <laughs> our uh, we shall put it on our um, Twitter feed shortly, just to prove the point. So, Dave, um, you've been in the industry for a number of years. We very briefly worked together about uh, about ten years ago. So, what, what's your sort of history? What's your track record?
2: Well, thanks for Father Christmas. I've also had <laughs> green grass, which um, wasn't particularly nice. Yeah, Selwyn Smurth. Selwyn frog Smurf, Smurf. Yeah. Yep. Um, Alexei Sale was on uh, New That's Year's sick. Eve on That's BBC Two, good on the, one. and apparently we look very similar these days. There's
0: so. a secondary career. Absolutely. Richard Amber?
2: Yeah, well, we share the same politics, so there you go. We'll
1: <laughs> 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 Far right. Good uh. st- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, Dave. What, uh, uh, why are you in this podcast studio? How did you manage to, to, to forge a career in financial services? No, How did it all start? Uh, for kind you? of
2: didn't start out at university looking to do this. I was training to be a social worker, and um, yeah kind of decided
1: there's a bit there is a bit of social work involved in this i think i
2: fell into financial services by accident which i suppose lots of people do absolutely yeah um probably because i owed a bit on the barclay card (laughs) thought i need to pay this off so started with eagle star um Mm, selling protection and did my fpcs at that point what year was this is about 20 years ago you're asking probably 92 yeah Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, that was a, the era of direct sales forces, really wasn't was. it? really was. So
2: Virgin had just set up an online, sort um, an online, uh, kind of call centre-based 24-hour protection All right. jobby that you think now, goodness me, oh, what on earth were we doing? Because there's probably no trust sold on the back of it or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eagle Star Direct set up their thing, so we were advertising the sun and getting those types of Quality. individuals looking to yeah. buy £6 a month policies yeah. um, with very limited advice. So right. that's kind of where we were. Moved out of that into HSBC, did my um, qualifications to move into kind of business and uh, personal investment advice um then went into recruitment and that's when my recruitment career started so worked in for hayes interselection who are a specialist recruiter uh for positive solutions another network and i've always really worked for networks since then
1: Mm -hmm. so you you you, your recruitment was always in financial services pretty much yeah you've probably seen uh quite a a big change in, in in the recruitment model because that's where we, we met at Positive Solutions maybe uh, yes. 10, ten yeah. or 12 years ago. Um, good times, mate, good times. Quality times. <laughs> I've still got the hangovers. <laughs> um, but it was, um, it, it was a different... You know, it only seemed like yesterday, but it was, you know, it was a different world, wasn't it? From, yeah, a, from it really a, was. an industry point of view and an economic point of view and a you know, political point of view. Yeah. It seems a, seems a completely different country in many respects. But also, it seemed to be a lot easier back then to recruit. And I don't know um, how you feel about this, Stu, mm. but the hardest job... Is recruitment. I still yeah. now trying to yeah. grow brands is really really it difficult really is, to get yeah. the head count. I mean, how, how are you finding things? What have you seen the biggest change in ten or fifteen years? Do
2: you know what? It, and we talked about this downstairs, but I can't remember a time when there wasn't massive change in this industry. Just no, oh, it's continual always going. Always is.
0: Everybody um, craves it, don't they? But yeah. it never arrives. <laughs> the, the,
2: the biggest factor uh, is the uh, knowledge. Of the people you're recruiting because they just know, yeah. um, and so as long as you've got your integrity, then people will join. Um, so the changes come and go, and it's mm. just about you as an individual just being. And someone the people that they remain, trust. yeah, they? absolutely. Of course know? they do, yeah. You know. And I'll speak to people today that I won't recruit for four or five years, but then I will. And and you know, plant seeds, forward, and and you you, yeah. you
1: you keep a relationship going. That's and, it. As, you know, it's pretty pretty much the same with clients, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. you know we speak to a client today, and you know darn well that actually you know they might not be back for a year or two but you you have a professional meeting and you shake hands and you leave on good terms and yeah. you do the job right and mm. eventually that that phone call will will create a, yeah. uh, an, in, an income opportunity um,
2: jack the sound man's looking for a mortgage by the way so if you tap him up when you come outside is he's is, just giving you a it? thumbs up he's, so i am giving him your card right. he's
1: be- when he gets a beard as big as yours <laughs> i'll deal with him <laughs> <laughs> um so he, <clears throat> let's talk about the networks then yes. because um well, first off, I'm really glad that you came on because there is probably a little bit of a, a myth that there's a, a huge conflict between the DA sector and maybe the, the network sector because yeah. it is very, very evenly split. I mean, do you have any figures as to as to what I've always led to believe is about 55% are in, in a network model and, and 45% are in a DA space? Is yeah, I think is that it's still roughly right?
2: that co- those kind of numbers. And yeah. it's always been like that. From, it always has, yeah. And no one's really made, made a the move. Network. There's a kind of split between one individual firms versus the, the bigger firms and, and the kind of um that range there but yeah there's always been that kind of split mm. 55 45 is probably about right
1: i, th- I, I think we should just all get a big field and have a fight
2: that why would that would be that would be, that would be my example. answer
1: to this to find out which is the best. But there's <laughs> <laughs> probably we'll have a fight if you want, Dave. Don't worry. Um,
2: Keep calling Father it, Christmas, and <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll
1: just um, mediate
0: in the middle. <laughs> but but right.
1: the reason why I thought this would be good today because sometimes I think people, uh, you know, I can be quite vocal on 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 social media, and I'll, I'll always argue my space. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I probably go too far, and I don't necessarily always mean to do that, and I don't ever really mean to disparage other people's business models. And there is a, there is a an opportunity whereby we can probably be more collaborative. Between, mm. between the network space mm. and the DA space. Because ultimately, we're all doing the same job. Yeah. The job is no different. At the end <laughs> of the day, there is a client outcome that is a requirement, and, and we've all got to get there for the client. Definitely, because I think that's the thing. It's the, it's the standards that
0: are set at, across the board that should be the same effectively, aren't they? Because that's the, the whole premise of a network is to ensure that everybody is working to a certain, to the right standard and and a lot of occasions even exceeding the standards that are expected hmm. likewise for the DA firms and i think from that perspective i think that's where there's the the element there i think where there is a lot of personal responsibility placed on a broker whether they are DA or whether they are AR i think the scope of is the in a way, and I hate using the word journey, but it's the only thing I can think of. It's the journey from one end to the other. Mm. Is the bit which where people have differences of opinion on. I think. Yeah, honest, there's
2: definitely it? no one size fits all. And, you know, we yes. we Correct. share candidates, Martin. You know, yeah. and we'll, that will continue. Um, we turn people away from the network mainly because of a cultural fit sometimes, and yeah. it's not right for them. And we know that. And there's no point in us trying to work together for nine or ten 15 years when it's not right it's not gonna, and we, it's not we're work. very upfront about that um, we're a sales organization we yeah. um, we give advice but we are a sales culture um, probably not all networks are but Primus definitely are and we're very proud of that mm-hmm. um, but look all of our brokers mine and yours are going to need to become more specialists to become more recession proof yep. to diversify mm-hmm. to do what the banks are doing in terms of product density and having loads of different areas to, to mm-hmm. advise clients on so it's the same in that regard so what you know? what
1: what, what, are, what are Primus doing then because are you, are you the biggest network or top two top yeah, three
2: probably well, top two I would yeah, say yeah, probably yeah, yeah. Um, so what are
1: you doing for your, for your members? Okay, so uh,
2: I kind of got a bit with, uh, disillusioned with networks. Um, I was with Tenet for nearly 10 years, mm. left to become a broker, which we spoke about earlier. It wasn't yeah. for me, paperwork's yeah. too much. It wasn't where my skill set was. Um, and the reason I got disillusioned was it was a compliance-orientated network. There was nothing in terms of business support, in terms of helping you once you were authorised. Yeah. And I think the kind of uh, reward structure of how they reward their recruiters probably... Um, led to that because it's mm-hmm. a kind of eat what you kill, get it done and move on. Whereas at Primus, and it's been hugely refreshing, it's all about once you're authorised and what we do to brokers, for brokers at that point. So it's about uh, leadership for the principals to get them to sit above the business and, and work mm-hmm. with their advisors.
1: Spend um, time on the business, not in the business. Right, which is know. an old cliche yeah. but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, true.
2: Employed versus self-employed. Yeah. Knowing your numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, talking about digital marketing, social media, which I'm a big fan of, and getting people to do that. Great websites. Just for them to l- look at what they're doing, so they're working a bit smarter. Um, we've all been busy fools in the past, yeah. and, you know, mm. it's, it's very are. easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah. It <laughs> doesn't um, change that aspect. No, but it, quite. quite interesting what you say there, because as, you, as you're talking about all those things that you do, mm. uh, we had uh, we had Mark Wright on the last uh, podcast, and we okay. asked him for, for things that, um, you know, impart some wisdom for someone going into business, what we do, and he talked about websites and he talks about mentoring Mm. and what you're saying there Dave, is that's pretty much what Primus are are trying to develop there a mentoring program um, how to develop your your business a learning academy all the things that Mark was talking about Mm. that make a successful business Mm. it sounds like that's what you're trying to instigate into your membership look
2: the the networks that recruit network to network you're bringing in people that probably haven't Potentially made it where they were, not always the case. And, you know, we go after some firms that we want to bring into the network um, that are with others and with uh, competitors. But there's a huge sway of people who, are, who have the um, capability and the attitude to do well in our industry. And you'll know as well as I do, Martin, that it's an attitudinal decision, really, in terms of whether 100%. people are going to make it or not. Yep. Um, and I know we've interviewed candidates who, um, you know, aren't in our field or in a kind of similar field that would excel in what we do. They'll excel if we've got the right track for them to run on. So not just compliance, we're talking about being an ex- excellent in protection, knowing about how to be an expert, uh, knowing how to... Um Sell and sales skills, knowing about the risk of not advising on protection, that kind of thing. And yeah. I know we'll talk a lot about protection and in terms of mortgages specialising, being able to talk about um portfolio landlords and, and look at their their business. So that's
1: really what we're trying to do. But the mm-hmm. day the days of Jack of all trade broken or financial advice, they're not they're not around anymore no. now, are they? You've no, just got so. to find something that you a very narrow band yeah. of knowledge that you know you are an expert in mm. and stick within that. Yeah. Well, look, the future
2: is not going to be... Our kids aren't going to go and see a mortgage broker down the track, mm. most probably. Yeah. So we need to adapt to that, and we need to make sure that we are recession-proofing our firms. Mm. We have a lot of million-pound-plus firms who sit within the network, and... Uh, Their success comes from being able to uh, advise a client on maybe five, six, seven, eight, ten different areas. I mean, we did an exercise recently where we found 16 different areas that you could either refer a client or Mm -hmm. actually advise the client themselves. And there's huge profit in that. And that's a proper business. And I think that sitting within a network and them having that security is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about opportunity because um, uh, one of the reasons why we kind of re-engaged with each other, Dave, yeah. after a while is that I've had a number of brokers approach me over the past sort of three months um, who've just, they, I say brokers, they're, they're, they're people who want to be brokers, and they've gone out and they've got CMAP, okay, which is great. That That's like passing your driving test, but it doesn't mean to say you know how to drive a car. Mm. Um, and, and then and then the entry level to get into the industry is quite difficult for a lot of these people. Lots of barriers because they haven't got the experience, they're not they're not competent, they're not they're not signed off, they haven't got the clients. So I've you know, I've happily referred those brokers across to to Dave because I think this is where the networks have have a real advantage in the marketplace because they can bring these new people in and give them that opportunity. Is
2: that is that fair? Oh a hundred percent. That's exactly what we're trying to do. So we have like I say, million-pound businesses who bring in apprentices and train them up on Mm -hmm. an employed model, bring them through. Um, So anybody like that, we can really help within the network. And you've got to look at it, and you've got to look at how... um, If they don't survive a year, it's our fault. And really, that's what we need to bring to the party. So we'll have an academy course, which is twice as long as the normal course, uh, where we'll do some sales training, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. We'll um, check them from dishing out the business card onwards really and then Mm -hmm. once they're through that course we place them in an established firm where there's needs to be given yeah that's the important bit quite and you know it's just about those individuals belonging to a brand and identity that sits underneath the network within one of their AR firms Mm -hmm. Um, so we're very very good at that look we're interested in in people who have existing practices but look those existing practices need to grow and we're all about growth here at the yep. network. And mm-hmm. um, I love that growth will come from individuals who don't have all the fear that's been instilled in us over the years for, for selling and advising. You yeah, know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, some of them are just out there wanting are, to write business.
1: <clears throat> are networks growing? I mean, I, sometimes I see tables that, you know, a network's taken on 20 in one quarter and then next quarter they lost 19. And, you know, what, what what's the story behind the figures? Yeah, well,
2: look, uh, there's two different types of recruitment for, that networks should be looking at. One is new into the business and that yeah. can be new firms new advisors into firms new firms tend to stay longer mm-hmm. individuals into those firms less so but that's just natural the other is retention mm-hmm. and retaining your existing mm-hmm. um, bank of advisors by keeping them happy and making sure they're developing and growing is absolutely key for us yeah. mm-hmm. and my role is split between that I look after a, a Big chunk of advisors, and I need to keep them ticking along and growing twenty six percent a year, so they double every three years. Right, and okay. that's what we try to do. Mm. Tough gig, yeah. It's full on. It's the best job in the world. I have to say, it's just mm. the primers are, are just out there in terms of the business development that they do. It is, it you know, it doesn't feel like a job a lot of the time because we are out there seeing really great brokers. I've dealt with investment advisors before as well, and I have to say, I really prefer the the, the mortgage side. It's a yeah, lot more. So do we Dave. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I think thing is as well because the whole model of being within a network itself has had to evolve, hasn't it, to be honest. I mean, I started my firm back in 2008. Um,
2: Have you had network experience? Yeah. I mean, I
0: I was within an IFA firm that were in a network prior to becoming then redundant and then self-employed in 2008. So at, at that particular point, it was though, at that point, I felt certainly that the network model at that point had come off the back of how the market had been for a chunk of time. So so let's go up to from 2003 to 2007, where unprecedented growth, and people didn't necessarily have to be doing the right things to be successful, to Mm. a certain extent. I don't mean the networks, I mean the brokers. Mm. Because there was always a case then, of of course, at that point, if you were a broker, and there was... If one lender said no, there would be another one around the corner who would do it, and that sort of thing. The the appetite for lending was, was... massive at that point and I think in that respect when 2008 hit everybody had to do a big review of how they worked were they working smartly were they working effectively in order to be a success on a longer term basis from my viewpoint and I'm not talking about Primus here at all I'm talking about other networks in the mortgage advice arena I think in some situations struggled to adapt quickly enough mm. to the changing marketplace um yeah. From my own personal perspective, I felt during the early stages of my business that I didn't have the level of support that I was expecting to get
1: Quite. at that point. Yeah. And I th- it's it's a classic case of, you're on, you know, on the way in, you're a, you know, you're, you're a prospect yeah. and then, then you're a client. Precisely back to <laughs> That's, what Dave said yeah. in yeah. terms
0: of that it's all roses. It was, for me personally, yeah. it was all roses and sunny uplands. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> upon entering, and then within a year, it was well, oh, this is actually quite different than what I was sold. Yeah. Do you, you know, know,
2: know what? If you, I see it so many times where you, there's uh, firms who are ticking along. They might be writing a couple of million quid a year, and they're with a network, and they're top of the tree in their network. But they're signed up for two million quid a year, and as long as they do that, they're left alone. And where's the value in that for me? The value, mm-hmm. it's just about, well, what do you want to do? Well, how can yeah. we get to three and a half? How can we get it to five? Yeah. How can we do that? Is it value for money? Do you feel part of a community within mm-hmm. that network? If you don't have those factors, then it's just, it's a compliance machine. And yes, we have compliance. and you We have to have compliance. Yeah, of course it, yes, And we have fights with brokers about our compliance. Yeah. But at the same time, to Amanda, the feedback we get from our brokers about how we just keep developing and pushing and pushing. My January is basically writing reports for the year for those broker principles to see what they want to achieve in Mm -hmm. that year and no other network is doing that it's the most exciting interesting part of my business you know because part of that plan will be what they want to do in terms of recruitment Mm -hmm. and how they want to grow their existing i'll give you an example i'm dealing with a chap down in worthing one of our firms and i do individual mentoring with him so we look at um you know, daily goal for him in terms of performance mm. and what he wants to write because he's got an end goal. So it's that individual targeting that we get and that's fascinating to do all that kind of thing and mm. I'll tell you no other network does that. It's,
1: um, yeah, so you it's make... an interesting part of the job, I oh, think. Amazing, absolutely. Because as you said, you know, recruitment's hard, retention yeah. is even harder. Of course it is. So why we'll go through all the expense and effort of recruiting someone and then leave them exposed to Another network, you might want to come along exactly. and offer them something else. You, you know, you know want to. It's the retention is is where the value is. I'm guessing to the
2: network. Of course, it is. My boss always says to me, "If you don't hit your recruitment target, that's the only fault is yours," and it's absolutely true because they've got to take ownership. But um, to leave a network, if someone leaves a network, we've got to look at ourselves, you know, because There's we haven't we haven't retained yeah. them. I mean, we haven't done yeah. what they we, they wanted us to do. So, mm.
1: what do you think the um, the network model will look like in maybe two or three years' time? Will that evolve... Because, as, as I think you said, Steve, it's always evolving. It never yeah. stops. Yeah. So, what do you think the next involvement will be for for networks? Specialist in terms yeah. of
2: what we offer, um, technology driven. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. We have firms now who individually invest forty or fifty thousand on a back office system and a website. I know Mark Wright was talking about that, um, and that's the future really. Because, like we say, our kids aren't going to come to us to buy a mortgage um, and be advised. They're going to do it. Click online and away they go. You've got to be in that space. I,
1: I have this conversation with loads of people, mm-hmm. uh, especially brokers, and in some respects they're a little bit sort of rabbits in the headlights of a car. They just assume that everything's going to carry on yeah. as they've known it, yeah. and that, I don't think that is going to be true. I it's think we, you know, there's talks about changing remuneration model. Uh, there's talks about banks coming back into the marketplace. The, <clears throat> the regulator pushing maybe ex- execution only. You know, there are loads of headwinds ahead, mm-hmm. and you've yeah. got to be prepared for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't you can't blame minimum for them being exposed to a drop in your income. No quite. I mean no.
2: we write about one in 10 mortgages nationally and I I wouldn't it's hard to get figures for the protection side but it's probably double that. And I'm a big advocate of protection for personal reasons. My wife had breast cancer in 2014 we had a critically honest payout and you know that was um at the time uh you know we needed it it was yeah. just
1: you know looking but, back if we hadn't had it we'd have been knackered you that's know. That's an interesting point isn't it because protections Become much more to the fore. Yeah, it is, uh, Over yeah. the last sort of twelve months, and it, it, I don't get involved in it because it is a specialist area. It is. You know, I don't want to touch it because you are talking about something that is really, really, really important to somebody. Yeah. And imagine if you'd, have, you know, your, your wife had claimed on policy and it didn't pay out so for a non-disclosure you, uh, or something, it, and then you know the opportunity is gone before you've even taken it.
2: It's, it's an interesting one you say that, Mike. Because if, if, if I was looking to recruit you into the network, God forbid, I can't afford me, though. <laughs> I don't get the checkbook. Okay. Um I'd challenge you on it because I'd want you as a principal yes, of the business to be doing yeah. the best for your client and I know it's not where your business model yeah, is yeah. but that would be the first kind of point of challenge because um it's so important and it was so vital to us we'd had the policy 5 months when wow. oh, we'd rebroked it and because right. um
1: it just to change in what was, the, what was the claims process like? Because it's something we don't often touch in. Yeah. We all talk about, let's do it, let's do it, but we don't see the back end of it, which yeah. is the important bit. Well, again, so it's check. a very
2: interesting point because um, we were lucky, rather than anything else, that we had a policy that... Um, covered invasive breast cancer because it's invasive and non-invasive and okay. all these kind of you know ci expert kind of mm-hmm. covers all these points yeah, it's absolutely yeah. crucial for people who are looking at protection advice um so we were lucky that it covered that the process was amazing friend's mm-hmm. life wrote to the surgeon surgeon wrote a letter back basically saying you will bleep in pay out yeah <laughs> and within two weeks we had a text saying the mother's in your bank wow, and wow. that was that okay you know Which is
1: what you you know that's what the industry needs to yeah. hear yeah yeah, absolutely yeah, it's real life service. stories it's real life need, life not stories. just statistics that's yeah. the thing and, and isn't it you know without trivialising it it's about the money of course it is that's that's yeah. the life changing mm. yeah. thing that happened well, two, but one's medical yeah. the other one is financial yeah. without you know without the without the cheque in the bank you know your life would have been completely different well, I would of have course, thought yeah. four or five but years ago of course
2: it would yeah and you know she's, she's good now she's healthy and mm-hmm. but you know probably had PTSD as a result of the treatment she had and all this kind of stuff and no one ever talks about that either that it's very expensive cancer and emotionally as well the kids were very young at the time Time. Yeah. So it really shaped us as a family. Absolutely. Um, but it's given me a lot of drive now to kind of to you push know. on. Yeah, it really is. And Good working with Primus, um, yeah, there's a lot of drive there. We're we we're, we're out there to to recruit a lot of people.
1: Good. And what three things do you think a network could offer a broker?
2: Uh, so for new entrants, it's about the framework for yep. and mentoring. That's really yep. one area. Um, personal and business development, like we talked about. So. The individual that we do one to one with people who want to really mm-hmm. make the most of the opportunity they've got so that's an attitudinal piece that we talked about um the third area and, and we mentioned it it's about um community so mm. we are huge on having advocates who haven't always had we've had ups and downs in our career martin yep. you know yep. it happens to everybody more uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope this is one of them and uh, <laughs> and um uh, we share that, so we get a lot of people talking about their journey. Again, we we'll use that nasty yeah, yeah. word. You started it, um, <laughs> and that's something that we really like to share because you need to find out from other people how how what's worked and what hasn't. And uh, well, yeah,
1: that leads me on to, to probably the last question. Yes. Um, Santa Claus is. Um, <laughs> what? Um, h- how can how can DAs and networks work better together? Yeah. Uh, and can can we remove these barriers? Because this, we're so close mm. and yet sometimes so far away. What can we do to maybe just make? Uh, the journey what can we do to make the, you know, the, the industry better you by like working I together I those
2: barriers really I don't think they're there and, yeah. and think we think they're in our own minds yeah I think it is because we have a directly authorised proposition right. and we sell services to brokers and if it's not right we'll say well maybe you want to go down this route and if they if they are just a little bit obscuring what they do or a little bit different or they don't want to feel like they're managed even though we don't manage in that regard. Because um, with networks, it's opt-in. If you want all that kind of business development, you need to opt-in for mm. that. You can just sit there yeah. and do your own thing, that's fine. So I don't think there is... It's just they're both out there and they're different ways to get authorised and mm. there's no right or wrong in either mm. we'll meet people who will be right for one or not the other but we've, you know, we've got experience we can make that decision or help them make that decision I don't think those barriers are there I really don't no. I really. maybe don't. we just
1: need to drink more together yeah, well quite yeah, I've right. given Simple. up for 2019 though oh. how depressing is boring. that
2: boring I know yeah. why that killed the killed the. Podcast killed the conversation.
1: Well, that's, the, that's the end of the podcast. Let, <laughs> let alone the episode. <laughs> What's it? Wait, is that health drive? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. can't get down the chimneys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's you've right, gone, this, too far now. <laughs> I'm running out of the Christmas jokes. So listen, let's Don't not think you'll Martin will he? You not <laughs> <will. laughs> <laughs> I never give up, um, uh, Dave. That was really interesting. Thank. That was mate. a great episode Thank because you. it's something different, and I think it has brought both sides of that that you know the, the, the industry together. Yeah, thanks and for We can me talk on. about that, um, and if I get any sort of newbies that. Need some help? I've certainly got no issue passing oh, them. I, passing the same them. I know, mm. I know. It's all cool. one-way traffic. <laughs> nothing, nothing changes. Uh, right, Dave. Last question. Yes. Do you like football? Yes. Who's your team? Coventry City. Omg! See, we have never, Leftfield. ever had Sky on such it. a poor team. <laughs> <laughs> Come just, to be honest, I'm quite, I thought you I'm, had Man g- on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, I'm, good I'm quite glad. Because okay. now I've got somebody on the pile with my Saints. Coventry, Coventry City. City. Is that where
2: are you from originally? I'm a then? Coventry boy, yeah. Are you really?
1: I am. Because yeah. they had a half-decent team, 20...
2: 1987, 20, yeah. FA Cup, Final. FA Cup yeah. Final. Yeah, that's right. Our fanzine is still called Gary Mavitt's Knee, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so, yeah. I was once on
0: a beach in Magaluf when the Coventry City team were staying in Magaluf. Oh,
2: I'm getting a bit faint now.
0: Brian Kilkline <laughs> gave me my ball back on the beach. Oh... Football. Sounds
1: like football, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell.
1: <laughs> 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 On that law suit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well, I met Listen. Mickey
2: Gin in um, in Debenhams once, so that's my
1: do you, my, do you go like. to, Where are they? Division... Their division. Vauxhall conference? Where well, are they? One. Well, one. Where one. Are they now do Yeah, League, League One. one and they, 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 they plummeted quite a bit over the last. They plummeted
2: quite. They got promoted into League One. That kind of gives you. They, yeah. is that right I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, they're not doing. They don't own their own stadium. Yeah. So basically, they're knackered.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And you yeah. haven't got an oligarch as an owner, I'm guessing.
2: No, but I'm Bath rugby fan now because I live down that way. So. Oh okay. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: yeah. Well, listen, Dave. Fantastic episode. Cheers, Thank you yep. for your time, Thank you Steve. Your Thank time. you
0: for your time, as usual. Indeed. Yep, so that's episode 27 of the LM Experience. Um, thanks so much for listening. Please share and subscribe uh, to us on iTunes and also on Podbean. If you'd like to become a guest on the show or you'd like to nominate somebody who would, you can follow us on Twitter at the LM Experience and you can also drop us some questions for future guests as well. Uh, we will look forward to speaking to you again soon. Brilliant.
1: Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening and please subscribe and follow us on Twitter. And remember, there ain't no party like a highly regulated mortgage party and your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it.